comes the hammer. Oh, got it. We're good. We're good. We're live. <laughs> I almost missed Q. I was opening something, and I almost missed the Q. You mean to say we almost had a clunky opening? Almost. Almost. I'm still working on that. There's a way There's a way for us to, like, actually, after a time limit, let it to go someplace else. And uh, I don't... I don't... I don't... I just don't... But we're live. Hello. We are indeed live. Good evening, matey. And good evening, everyone in the chat. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, you see, the panda onesie, you know, I, I did forget halfway through. Three quarters yeah. of the way through. It, yeah, well, I wore it at the end. <laughs> so, but then I thought, I remember just like, oh, shit, I've got to wear the onesie tonight. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, so here it is. Promise kept. So there you go. Right. This is season two, episode 36 of the Game One Player Sound podcast. I am Will McKellar, aka Lord Team Maker. Joining me tonight is James Atkinson. Hi, everybody. And on tonight's show, James shows off an emote. We tell you where Hergelman isn't. And other stuff is normal. Yeah, exactly. We're actually going to start. The, yeah, no Hergelman. Hergelman is in an area that doesn't have power. So we, we, we may be getting Chopper 30 with, with Hergelman. Uh, with just about as much as you can expect that to be. But um, don't don't hold your breath, because uh, we aren't. Yeah, because otherwise, it, it, one, I wouldn't be able to speak, and two, I'd probably pass out. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd miss Will on a panda suit. And <laughs> The, this this only comes when you donate like a thousand dollars, a thousand pounds to a charity stream. So enjoy it. Yeah, you don't get this often. You don't get this often. Granted, what other times are a panda onesie a relevant piece of clothing? Well, on a podcast, of course. A podcast, but like when else? An ironical ha Halloween party. A, a drunken stag night. Drunken stag night. A con. Mm -hmm. Or a prank. Or because you can be asked. Or because or because if you go on a PlayStation you know, stream on on YouTube and you lose a challenge on there, that, that, that's the only other relevant time I think of. Or laundry day. <laughs> yeah, nothing clean. Nothing's clean <laughs> but the panda onesie. <laughs> It should be the panda ones if you to charge our slides. Uh, in this room. When, when, when Will obviously gets his fourth emote, I demand the Will and Panza one, onesie emote. Uh, yeah, this, let, this will be hey, a thing. If people get me to a partnership, that will happen. That will that will be a thing. We, we will make that, that happen. Will. By the way, uh, as another announcement, uh, as, as you probably have most of us seen, uh, there, there are some of you who actually do tend to subscribe to us which thank you uh because of that if you haven't seen it we we have an emote i'm i'm it's it's the tig whippies logo i figured it, i i was thinking about it said well i have photoshop i have a basic understanding of how photoshop works i can make an emote i took our logo made it the emote so that if you would like to brand tig whippies and other streamers chats we're not gonna stop you if you want to subscribe to us if i could give you the emote for free I probably would, just so you could spam it in other people's chat to uh, 
to mar- you know free marketing and everything but eh what are you going to do uh, hopefully you enjoy it if you want it uh yes thank you Reese for Reese for Reese's obviously did it but there it is right there I don't have any other emotes planned just yet mainly because I need to talk to artist people but that's the other piece of wonderful news is that we have one if you so choose to subscribe to us if not we completely understand you you know support who you want to support we're happy that you're supporting people on Twitch Um, I guess without it not to say we won't be disappointed that you're not, you know, so help, helping us and subscribing yeah. to us. Because, you know, that would be really lovely of you. Yeah, we, I mean, we're, we're not saying don't not subscribe to us. But we're also saying you don't have to only subscribe to us. Yes. So it's like we're trying to, like, do the British thing where we're giving you two double negatives. A Corby Town emote. Well, that's the thing, Michael. There's a football manager series that I'm planning on doing that that technically is the logo for the team. I did talk about it last week, if we all remember. And yes, there is going to be a Corby Town update. Uh, I apologize to anybody else who's in chat right now. Like always, we will end the show with the Corby Town report. <laughs> yes, but so coming up as well, we have news because we do have a couple of bits of news. Again, thank you very much to Fem for pointing some of these out. Uh, what we've been playing, we've got the update of the challenge or the trophy challenge of Geo and myself. And, you know, we got some shout outs. You know, you know, stuff. And Tim. Thank you. There is business, Corgi. Enjoy that. Uh, enjoy that Tig Whippy's branding. We're going to have to come up with a thing now for when people subscribe to us. We don't have that yet. Business Corgi has to be the other one. Has Business to be the Corgi. Business Corgi has to be the twenty four ninety nine sub. Because the Corgi is the mascot of Tig Whippy. So, so, yeah. It is the official dog of the game won't play itself. We don't have an official cat. And because most of us aren't. I mean, I'm a cat and dog person. But I can't have any of them because my girlfriend is deathly allergic to both. Yeah, business corgi. That's exactly it. It's such a rare scene event that like people are like they follow us, they get to see that, they get to see this, you know that. But when they subscribe, business corgi comes. I'm surprised you didn't think more of James or that one. They would play corgi you. <laughs> corgi in the corgi, corgi uniform. <laughs> We're working on that. Will has actually found where I could get my own monogrammed Corby Town FC polo. And I'm working on getting one. Because Corby Town FC polo. And I can also find out where they get your kits, too. So, yeah. I wanted the emote. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, we're going we're gonna to put feelers out now. Okay, we're going to say this now because we like being transparent with you guys. For our 100th episode, which is coming up very, 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 very soon. In 14 you know, like, episodes. Yeah, in 14 episodes time, so it's coming up soon. You know, we're almost down to single digits before it. Uh, we will have a, a drive to help us do something cool uh, for later in the year. But we will mention that a bit more when we get some details finalized of what we're going to do, how we're going to do things. But yeah, we just want to make sure that you guys are in the loop because we're, we're actually going to do something different. We're going to ask for your help. It's not necessarily going to be a telethon for those of you who know what a telethon is. 
But it's going to be something interesting, something fun. If it's anything, it's going to be anything else like episode 50 was. Well, you're going to be in for a treat because episode 50 was an absolute cracker. If, if, if I dare say, if I can find, if I can find it, where's the clip? <laughs> Wait, did you see the clip? Because while you're doing that, if you want, I, I can actually it. say a first bit of news. Go ahead. Why well, are you ready? Well, the first big bit of news, and this is a good one, if we're actually going to say something nice to start with, you know, nice and positive, is uh, Fortnite right, is actually very, very soon adding cross-play across PS4, PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. They're putting the full game of, of you know, Fortnite Battle Royale on your mobile phone. So you can play with it with console and PC users. Which is freaking amazing, frankly. And you want to know what? It's Fortnite is slowly becoming better than PUBG. Yeah. For for people who are creating like a subpar zombie based defense game, they've they've really like upped upped their game with this. They've looked at that and just went, oh, let's see how we can beat them. And so far, they seem to be. They really do. I mean, yeah, yeah we've got more modes and things coming for PUBG late, later this year. We've got a new map coming in the summer. But so far, the one that I've played a lot of of late has been Fortnite rather than PUBG. And that's really good. <laughs> Michael Patterson said, Fortnite, I've not heard of that game. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be great. I'm super excited for it. And uh, I think one of the best things about it is going to be is that obviously Fortnite to me is is the more preferable of the games. I think it's 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 got better net code. It plays better. There's a better community on there. Uh, and actually, I think it at, at what, it's it's actually becoming the most played game on Twitch. Yeah, it has, and it's also got it got onto a a show over here called This Morning This Week. <laughs> Because a mum was complaining her son was addicted to it. And it's like, he's 10 years old. It's like, he, and what, what was it they said? How long he played the night? It was like two hours. It's like, really? Just two hours? Wow. You're complaining about it? We but talk I think about, they're getting on the bandwagon. We talk about video games for two year, for like two hours every Friday night. Yeah. Does that mean we're addicted? <laughs> uh, well, I, found, yeah. I found the clip, Oh, you found way. it. Oh, oh yeah. go, go. Then we'll All discuss right. the next we're, bit. We're, we're gonna, next just, bit. just enjoy. Everybody enjoy this. It's it's the toys delivered monthly. It's the, a part of the summer toy list, and <laughs> and as we can see right here, I'm I'm highlighting. Uh, made in USA and imported. Apparently, also in STEM club. <laughs> Romantic, liberating, and totally fun. A party game that will entertain and surprise you as it reveals how you see your friends and how your friends see you. Uh, obey I the think red. If my friends own that. I would see them in a. Oh. Yes, there it is. Uh, I have to switch that over now, don't I? Boom! There we go. We're back. Back to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is. That is it. That is the clip with us discussing. The Fifty Shades of Grey board game. Um, what a game that we didn't play <laughs> yet. You you still have to go down and play with them. Yeah, that's a thing. 
I made I told I said it was a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. We still have to do it. Because uh, the next time I see them will be uh, the thirteenth of April. Yeah. No, it's in April. It's in five weeks' time. We're going. So yeah. Hello, new person. Hello, everybody. All right. So that's so we led with happy news. Do we have not so happy news now? We have sort of news that makes people gamers, especially go. <sighs> it's pretty much because we know this week that in the states Donald Trump had his meeting with everybody. Cole, good evening, sir. Good evening. How are you doing? But yeah, so Donald Trump had his meeting with with you know game industry members, the ESRB, blah 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 about the whole video game violence thing, and. I seen the trailer that he, you know, they, they prepared, which was just all, you know, just deaths and, and shootings and all this stuff out of games without any context in. Um, so yeah, which apparently the, the meeting didn't really do anything. There was, you know, people said, well, you know, game of games don't, you know, they don't cause this extreme amount of violence in people. And here's the science to prove that. Which isn't a full science because there is an article I posted on our Discord earlier and also on my Facebook that got a couple of people upset in a kind of sort of the person who wrote this is a fucking idiot. Now, before I say about this uh, article itself and delve in, we can delve into it because it is on there so people can read it because it's quite big. The person who wrote it is a friend of mine and she works for videogamer.com who at times are very maverick in terms of their reviews, their articles. They're very funny at times. But they were, you know, a couple of years ago, I was, I was kind of like at the MCV Awards going, no, I think not for the award they got. Now, as I was like, Alice, Alice is a good friend. Yeah, I haven't spoken to her probably in a while, but last time I saw her, I was holding an award she got, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's heavy. However, back to the back to the article. Now, the article says about does um, does gaming cause violence? You know, gun is it mental? Where was it? 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 Da, da, da. it is saying this is your brain on games. Are they making us more aggressive? So, the the article itself was a interview she did with a doctor, like a psychologist, who. At times, has gotten a lot of shit from people for you know wanting to verge on the yes, yes, they do. Now, from reading this this interview, from reading the article itself, it doesn't say that playing games makes you more violent to the point of you're going to go shoot up a school, okay? Because there's a big percentage of the people who do this don't actually give a flying fuck about video games. So there's one bit. But this, this article says, it mentions a thing that we all do, and we've all discussed it at times. You know when you go on Twitter or Facebook and you post a passive-aggressive tweet? You know when you, you know, someone says for you to do something and you sit there going, for fuck's sake, I fucking not fucking... That bit in your brain that we all have. And it makes you feel guilty afterwards a little bit. Now, they're saying, he's saying after some research that he's done, that playing some some types of video games can bring that out on you a bit more 
Whereas the opposite side of it is some video games can do the opposite of it. They can give you an escapism. They can help with depression. They can, you know, they can take your mind off of things if you're having a bad day. Which And to be frank, I can completely agree with this article because of that. Because, as I say, when I do it, gaming is an escapism for me for what I do in life. And, you know, when things go wrong, when things happen, you know, I, I can occasionally be a bit mean, as they put it. It doesn't, though, push you, he says, to the extremes of, I'm going to go shoot up a school. It just doesn't. And that's what the article is about. Not the article is going to be, you know, you know, it's like not, not everybody's going to pick up a gun and shoot people. That's not what it, that's not what the article is. But she did it in a way it's a clickbait. Which I, I loved, I loved immensely because she knows how to push people's buttons because she's seen it. She gets all these comments. She came off Twitter because she got fed up with them. And yeah, so did anybody else read it? Do you agree? Do you think it's a balanced response to it? James? Uh, I can obviously say I didn't read it. Because why do I read things before I show up on the show? Why do I become... <laughs> why do I perform or prepare anything when I actually show up? Uh, I tend to gut reaction to most of this. And in, and obviously, as, as Will was talking, I could have sat here and actually looked through the article and gained some of the high points, but instead I found a dancing panda <laughs> that I needed to put on our screen. Because priorities. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is what I do. Um, I, is it click, could it be a clickbait title? Yeah. Is your brain on video games? Are they making us more aggressive? Uh, without trying to entice or push people one way or the other, my thoughts on this issue is this. Sports are aggressive. Sports... People play sports, people do drugs on sports, people make sports. Football is a violent sport, and there is a lot of violence that happen outside of sports because people play those sports and they don't have an outlet for their for that hyperaggression. I like to think that the majority of people who play video games, which, by the way, is the majority of people now, like more people play video games than don't play video games. That, of course, obviously puts, you know, I guess it was... This puts us, you know, mobile games included. But I'm sorry, I'm really trying to make a, a, an intelligent argument with the dancing panda. <laughs> it is really difficult. By the way, that was the second gift that I found on Google for dancing panda. I don't know where it comes from, but let's just enjoy him, um, or her. Let's let's. I'm I'm not biased here. Uh let's think. Video game, I mean, obviously there's been tons of studies done on video game violence. Uh, and the science, I mean, most politics treat, politicians treat the science done on video, on video game violence much like they treat uh, global warming science or vaccine science. You know, here is the 10,000 pages of papers that show this. Here is the one, one that affirms your ability it affirms that it's not all these all these other peer-reviewed stuff is. Let's go with it. I think the bigger issue when it comes to these violences is that there's other... It's not the fact that the these kids are having, you know, oh, I played GTA 3, 5, 
and I've also gone and shot up a school. I don't think that's the correlation you're looking for, mainly because the FBI did a study and said that on almost the last couple mass shooters, there's been no correlation with the fact that they played video games and the fact that they shot up the school. It was more that they had mental imbalances and had access to firearms is the reason why they shot up schools. Uh, and in some cases, it was because of social media that they shot up schools. So... To just quickly interrupt on that that point, though, it's the the thing about the rest of the world is we have these same problems with mental health. We well, we're not helping people enough with mental health. We also have these video games. We also have the movies. We also have the violent content in, let's say, rap artist music in certain aspects. But and here's here's the weird thing that I'm still trying to work out is we haven't had a gun massacre in 22 years at school and it's like i I don't know what that is you know it it could be and this is just this this is just me throwing a a, a possible suggestion out there that we have very strict gun laws maybe i think it's very interesting that also your (laughs) your police force does not want to have a gun yeah like it's only a special squad and even then, they don't want to have a... I think what they said that, like, in London, in the year 2015, a total of six gunshots were fired by police officers. None of them at people. Six. Now, obviously, in 2017, that went up because of the terrorist attacks. But... You know, you had to do that. That's fine. But yeah, when you compare six gunshots to but, compared to, but twenty seventeen also gave us "fuck you, Mum Millwall" guy, <laughs> who got stabbed twenty seven times protecting people just because he was an ordinary drunk Millwall fan. And the guy what, what, running away from a terrorist attack, attack with a pint in his in his hand, still was like, "I spill it in this fucker." But yeah, it's like. You know, there there has to be something different. There has to be because it, it it does feel like it's a scapegoat for the games industry to once again be under attack because of it. And there's there's much more important things you can be attacking the games industry about. Sexism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because funny enough, there's more women gamers than men. Fifty two percent of the gaming population is women, which I think is fifty percent of the world, fifty two percent of the world population. So there's a number for you. I. Mr. Smith is apparently here, so he can fact check this now. This yeah. he's here, so this is a fact checkable Tigwhippies episode because it will be fact checked by Mr. Smith. Um, I I mean, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of things. I mean, the the, the toxic environment. I think the first thing is that gamers are more. Does does gaming make make people more aggressive? Yes. I, I wholeheartedly believe that certain games make people hyper-aggressive. There's way too many Rage Madden videos and FIFA videos, and there's... Have you played League of Legends chat? Or or Overwatch chat? Really? Look at that. Yeah. Any any type of competitive side of gaming is makes people aggressive. But at the same time, you have... Rocket. Yeah, you have Rocket League. But you have a whole... Like, but we're only looking at like the multiplayer side of things. How many people? How many people get really upset because and really hyper aggressive because they're playing The Witcher, 
or they're playing Journey. See, Journey, no, they, they sh- no, uh, you know, which I can kind of understand because you know there was a couple of moments with a boss battle, for example. You don't beat it first time. You think okay, right? Then you start going two, three, four times in, and that's when the oh for fuck's sake, I can't fucking do this. Why the fuck? Or something goes wrong that could be your fault. You don't want to blame yourself, so you get a bit more aggressive and say, "Oh, for fuck! I, I, but, why did you do this, you bastard?" Are you angry at yourself or at the game? Little column A, little column B. You're not angry <laughs> at your mom because you no. couldn't beat the wyvern in The Witcher. No, I mean you can get kind of upset if, let's say, you get to a certain point and you're looking at it, go right. I'm about to make progress here. I was, I was about to do it for and. <gasps> You're called. Something comes to the door. You know, a phone call goes off. And it's that little point there. It's like, again, it's that click. It's that little bit that goes past when you're a bit mean. And everybody does. And it's like, and you do that because you get frustrated because you're about to make progress and then you're stopped. Again. <laughs> and, you, and at times you can tendency to let it spill over. Which we all do. We, we feel bad about it afterwards. But yeah, games can do that. But that's that's being human, and once again, it's also. I mean, there, there's. I mean, we can also talk about. There's. You're not seeing Major League Baseball, or getting brought into court and brought into under government scrutiny because you know guys take steroids and go home and beat their wives. There, I could, I could. The NFL. Yeah, there was a kicker who went home and beat his wife. And. Beat her, beat her severely multiple times and had multiple police reports. And she never corroborated the story because he was making multi-million dollars. And if she ever said anything, he would lose his job and thus her meal ticket. Which is more dis- more about the, the psyche of, you know, domestic disputes. And that, that's leading into a whole different kind of a category. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing is, and obviously this is a little bit of a twisted way of looking at this, being a Patriots fan, is that uh, at the time, Ray Rice was caught on camera knocking out his then-girlfriend at the time in, a, in an elevator, just cold-cocking her right in the face, knocking her out in a Vegas elevator. What did the NFL do for him? Two-game suspension. Two games. Tom Brady was generally aware of the fact that footballs were being deflated and got a four-game suspension. Let's let's yeah. do the math here. Tom Brady, generally aware that somebody else is deflating footballs? Oh, you can't play for four games. But punching your wife only gets you not just suspended for two. Granted, later on, they overturned the decision, and he was suspended for like almost six games to the entire year, and nobody would touch him. But it's the point of the thing, right? Yeah. So, how how is deflated balls worse than domestic violence? Like that does not make any sort of sense in any civilized world. The only thing ever. that, and the only one that everybody ever said to me is because the deflating of the balls was giving them a competitive advantage on the field, where him knocking his girlfriend out had nothing to do with anything that was happening on the field. And I just looked at him and went, you know, you're a very bad person. <laughs> but I think that was the, that was, I mean, I, I think they were a lawyer too. So, 
It's all I can say about that. Put my head in my hand. Fifty percent. All right, from Mr. Smith. Fifty-two uh, percent of gamers are female. Hundred percent of sexist Twitch trolls are shit. <laughs> Wicked wank grenades. Sixty-nine of Smith bags are not suitable for the oral ingestion. Hashtag Smith bags. I I agree with all of that. Smoke weed a couple of times, agrees, and definitely again. Just that, 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 that makes no sense. It just does not make sense. But yeah, so. Uh, Ultimately, that, that's I think we can say here for a fact, for a hundred percent certainty, that we as Tickwibbies have no fucking idea if the if we we if we can agree that video games can make you aggressive. We know that yes. it probably doesn't lead to you shooting up a school, and no. we think that anything, much like most of the world, should be taken on a case by case basis. Yes, and everything that you enjoy, moderation. Because it can go too far. You can play do too much. But it's just moderation. Yeah. yeah. Also, global warming is a thing. And you should vaccinate your kids. And I'm saying all the serious stuff in a panda one. Like, we, yeah, and we have a dancing panda on the screen, too. <clears throat> so I, if you're taking your serious news from us... um. You, you, you may want to check your... <laughs> Go look at the BBC.UK or Newsy or CNN or NBC or even Fox News. Maybe not Fox News. I dare I dare say that we are maybe a little bit higher on the chart than Fox News is. We at least do have a fact checker. Um, I We could go even silly a bit. Uh, the Game Radar, uh, GamesRadar.com, up with two kids... That were named Dovakin on the day that Skyrim was launched 11 years ago. <laughs> and they won a lifetime supply of Bethesda games. And, you know, Games Radar caught up with their parents and said, What are they up to now? One of them's apparently a clever little bugger. So, what? Him? Good. They're going to be able to get Skyrim on every single console from now until eternity <laughs> because that's what's going to happen. How many games has Sky and Bethesda released since then? Six. Half of them being Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, half being Wolfenstein and Dune. <laughs> Wolfenstein, Dune, Evil Within Two, Skyrim, Skyrim, HD Skyrim, Fallout Four, <laughs> Future Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there's a you know it's a it's an article bit. It's a nice little bit that you know they caught up with him. Check it out on there because again, What's the it's nickname Dova Ken. Do you just call him like Dove? Dova? Doug? Ken? 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 Dova? Dov? Dolph? Dolph? <laughs> Dolph again? Dolph again? <laughs> Dolph again? It's, like when do you get angry at the Dova Ken? What do you do? You just look at him, and go, hey, first the raw. Is like that how you yell at him? <laughs> no, by the way, I did yell away from the mic. That was still loud. I know, but it, but we didn't overly max. Also hurt my throat a little bit. Basenek asks, games are played all over the world, so why here in the US does it make kids crazy? Just a scapegoat. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag onesie news. Hashtag onesie news. Um, yeah. 
it's anyways we, we figured that out we solved that world problem don't blame your own problems because something's an easy scapegoat that being said uh unless you live in the states and uh you can blame most anything on the government Wow, the government sucks. And and I'm saying one way or the other. This is not like a if you're left or a right. This is just blanket statement. When has the government ever been cool? Mm. Certainly not. I've been around. I can tell you that much. Oh yes, these video games are violent. Don't mind this trade tariff deal back over here for national security interests. Boy, these these trade deals are violent. And the the uh, steel tariffs so. these tariffs watch out for those tariffs video games video games are violent don't mind tariffs and you know so so still to come what we've been playing the trophy new challenge news and of course an update on the steel men yes because we don't though because unlike them we will export corby town to wherever we need to hell yeah <laughs> Right, so the one thing I need to need to start need to say next is the uh, trophy challenge to for Gio and myself getting to ten k because I didn't do this last week. So it's been quite quiet on my front because again, real life has been getting in the way. Uh, I mean, you know, week three I was down to like eight hundred thirty nine. In the past couple of weeks, I've only put on trophies. That's that's a quiet couple of weeks, really. He's quiet. No platinums. None. Not the dirty platinums that Carl's been bloody getting. If you actually hear listen to um, Bandy Gamers hashtag Shameless Blogs, you'll hear his challenge he's doing for Extra Life, where he's going against Mate from another podcast, and they're going to try and get as many platinums as they can uh, up to a certain point. And whoever gets the most, um, the person who loses has to pay £100 into the other's extra life bit. That's fine. That's a, that's, a, that's really okay. And Carl's saying for everyone he gets, he's going to add an extra pound to his one as well. That's very nice. <laughs> so he, he's been getting some real dirty, dirty trophies in it, though. Some real games that make him go... <laughs> but that's the reason why he's donating a pound for them. Yes. All right, Kimsey, I will give you the recap. Video games don't cause violence... Uh, babies are named Dovakin. Will is wearing a panda suit. We have a dancing panda, and there's an emote now for subscribers. There's your recap. Boom. In a nutshell. And so on the other side, right, now Geo. Geo has fared a little better. Not, not, not much better. He's only got 45 trophies in the past couple of weeks. So I'm now down to under seven, under 800 trophies, so 799. Whereas Gio is still in the 2000s, but he's on 2,141 left to go. So he is gaining on us. He has made it like over 300 trophies in the past five weeks. Which is just like, you can go, oh, it's like 300 trophies, not what, what am I on about? It's like, what? So it's just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So, yeah, it's hopefully going to start heating up and getting a bit more in there for the next, after the next few weeks. Certainly when I come back from, from you know, rest, which is only five weeks. Which is, I'm 
quite excited about. Now I can look at some games and go, do you have microtransactions in? No, well, I'm not going to play you. <laughs> Walk off. <laughs> Which leads us on to... Well, what is it, was it microtransactions or loot boxes? Both. Both. What if it's a free said, to, what if it's a free to play game? If it's a free to play game, then that's different. Okay. That that's so, where it goes because it's because the the New Year's resolution was I will not buy any game in 2018 that has loot boxes slash microtransactions, and that's the key phrase. And people go about Rocket League. What about Half Stone? It's like did I buy them in this year? No. Then they're fine. <laughs> And again, I was getting the well. What's the difference between Monster Hunter? Then, because that has that has um, cosmetic stuff. It's like that's DLC. That's a way the store. You don't see that in your face. Go well. You can get this skin, but you'd have to get certain amount of, this, of bars of coins of this. You have you grind your way to get the ones that are currently in the game. You don't have to buy your way to them. Yeah, and that's the difference between DLC. And microtransactions. Also, my Monster Hunter character looks fucking baller. <laughs> oh, I changed I my armor set again. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> I'm a kind of a lot farther ahead of you now. Thank you for following, Etherox. We got a new follower. Nice. Thank you. I get. Awesome, yeah. Awesome. We'll 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 get to that in about two seconds. I think that's our difference. Yeah, yeah. Palico. Yeah, no, the Palico. He's pretty good too. <laughs> I haven't changed my Palico from what on you team. <laughs> I I can now get the the uh, the rare version of that gear for my Palico. <laughs> Do it. Would it the Tig the Tig Whippy Ladybirds? Mm. No, are we like that... what? Are, what's our team name? Oh, oh, was it Fisty? Fisty something? Yeah. Fighty Fists? Fisty Fights? Oh, I can't remember. I'd have to load it up. Palico, yeah. Frederick. Frederick is my Palico. He, he follows me around and uh, helps me smite evil monsters. Whereas mine is Whisker for Biggins. Which people understand that if they're you know, in the UK. They'll, they'll go, ah, I see the pun. <laughs> but it's a nice, nice, nice little character with his little ladybird outfit. I do, I do like Monster Hunter, but uh, in a group, because you know you do the grinding can get on, on, on your bit. Because um, last week the only bit on side we really did was just grind through a just a level to start pick up some random shit. For, for Rob was going through. I think it was just to get investigations for a trophy he was after. Um, so it was just the same one over and over and over and it's just like that. that's when it gets a bit dull is when you're doing the same thing because I've still got a monster that we were facing to go through, James. The um, flying little bugger. Okay, the Rathalos? Um, yeah, that's it. I can help you with that. Mm. So yes, we got that. So we got, I've got to do that. I've got to kick his ass. I killed near, I've already. I, I'm at the point where I've killed near Gigante. Wow. I'm I'm pretty far in the main story. I'm killing elder dragons now. That's where I'm at in the story. Wow, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I have I have tier eight weapons. I think. Yeah. 
So I can help you with those now. Tier 8. But we can talk about more about that when we talk about what we've been playing. Which is what I've been doing, because Monster Hunter is what I've been playing this week. <laughs> you see? Um, I did, did complete a couple of games. We, we finally completed Dying Light the following, uh, which the last couple of missions are now ball late, because you have a time limit to go travel from your buggy from a certain, from farmhouse. Oh, sorry, <laughs> light, a lighthouse that's getting sh** by, by your know, armed guys, and you have to drive from there to a dam and get to the top of the dam in six minutes. Now, you know the ragdoll physics in Dying Light? They're not good. No. No. And they don't help you at all in this. Mm. Especially in the fact that every time you play it, your your fuel goes down. And if you die, it doesn't replenish. It carries on. But the bad guys reset, don't they? The zombies and that reset every time. So you're losing your ammo if you're firing. You're losing your fuel. And here's the thing. If you go try looking for fuel to try and build yourself up, once that's gone from that car, it's gone. It doesn't replenish either. So, again, this is this is one thing leading back to that. I always get really ragey on this <laughs> this part. So it got to the, got to this, like, two hours that we normally do for stream. I went, right, okay, I'm going to continue this offline if i get past this part i will come back on and i will finish the game on stream which i did about two maybe three turns after to the part i needed to, to, to finish it was fine and then i got the choice and me like geo i took the easier option i took the sacrifice option rather than go after the monster thing at the end because uh, Rob was doing that, and he was getting very, very ragey. He just, just getting down to near the end, and then suddenly it heals itself. <laughs> and he was just very, very sort of angry at it. So, if on Saturday, i.e. tomorrow, if you're listening to this live, uh, we might be playing Dead Island with Lucky Mucky Ducky joining us. If not, we might be just pissing about on Dying Light while, while Rob tries to complete it. Uh, the other game I completed was The Room. Not the film, the game, The Room, the puzzling game. I like it. You know, it's, it's about three, three hours. Once you, once you see the puzzles, it makes you feel a bit smart. Go, ah, I see. So this bit leads to here, this bit leads to here, this bit leads to here. And basically what The Room is, you go into a room, there's a box on the table. You have to see by opening the box with puzzles galore, and it goes from there. And it goes a little bit of mineral. Uh, played more of Kingdom Hearts 2, getting further on that, really nice, opening things back up. I'm probably over halfway now. Awesome source. Uh, all the other stuff you can see that I streamed, it's on my channel. Go to twitch.tv forward slash lardteamaker. If you're not already following, follow. It's all there. Uh, things of note. Pass cure is still shit. There are some good, good parts in there that's threatening to come out. But as a third-person action game, which has a little bit of Beyond Two Souls supernatural sort of movie about shit with your mind, it's not great. The acting is bollocks. The graphics, <laughs> graphics are a bit. So yeah, I mean, uh, this week, I think the games I've been playing, that, especially that have come onto PS Plus, 
I've just been very subpar. I mean, you got Mighty Number no. Nine on there, which as a Mega Man game is, it's just dirge. You know, complete dirge. I mean, Claire, I need to play a bit more of, but this is like a side-scrolling 2D horror game, which has potential. Gravel demo looked good. Booming Busters is a piss-poor man. And then Tricky Towers, which I played earlier, which was always good to laugh. That's pretty much what I've been playing. So, James, get your football on, matey. Well, no, your turn. I will actually talk about what I've been playing besides from Football Manager. And then we'll talk about Football Manager. Mm-hmm. So I have played other games besides Football Manager. Uh, I've played Monster Hunter World a lot. Uh, I even played it with Will and Rob for a little bit. Um, I'm I. If anybody knows the story, I'm hunting Elder Dragons now, and I just beat Nier Hagante. I died nine times to Nier Hagante with using an SOS flare until I finally got a group that was good enough for us to beat it. And like I went into it going like, okay, I'll just go into my with my like my tier five armor didn't work out too good it did not work out good it was it was pain in the butt so i then leveled up my armor and weapons and it was still a pain in the ass but luckily i now have a tier seven it's a tier seven bow that it's on the that's paralyzed track which i'm going to make a legendary tier nine bow and i have ingot armor but it's ingot alpha armor which means it's rarity tier seven as well uh, basically, I'm I'm in golden metal armor with a freaking crown on my head, on top of my armor. I look like a badass. I feel like a badass. And now I have to go run around doing investigations about elder dragons to go kill elder dragons, so I can wear their bodies as armor to fight other elder dragons. Um, and I I'm enjoying every minute of it. I haven't even gotten to the part where you have to start grinding for like accessory decorations which is ugh. yeah well thanks reese thanks for showing up we're glad to see you here as always thank you for that emote spam uh i can see why you're leaving don't worry corby town is coming <laughs> it's coming see you in a bit dude see you in a bit um but we're happy we're happy to hear. so played that played a lot more of into the breach uh, for those of you who don't who don't know what that game is, Into the Breach is done by the studio that did FTL. It is their next game. Uh, it is amazing. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's $15 on Steam. Uh, the amount of replayability, achievement hunting in it is great because the achievements give you gold coins. Those gold coins you use to unlock other mechs. And squads that you then use to do their achievements to unlock more gold coins to then unlock more mech squads. And and then there's a progression thing because you're jumping between timelines. Because you're basically stopping this insect race from destroying Earth. You You jump in between for timelines. And you get different pilots which you can then unlock as time pods drop in. And it goes from there. It's very good. And you can have one pilot that persists from timeline to timeline. It's, very, it's worth it. There's a there's already a um a backstory behind I think what the first character you start with, and it's actually I think it's a it's a fan made backstory that the developers have 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 embraced, which is that uh he doesn't sleep anymore because he's been through so many timelines and seen so many people die that it's just not worth it to him. He just like relives the memories of that, so he's always awake during every jump. So yeah, it's it's t- really interesting. 
Uh, so I've been having a lot of fun with that. I played a little Sid Meier 6 because the new expansion came out for that. And I've been playing, yeah. just dabbling in it. Just a little dab. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, if you like, yeah, if you if you liked FTL, and you thought, hey, if FTL was a grid-based mech combat game, turn-based mech combat game, you'd love this one. It, it, there's a lot there to it. Also, it's done by the same guy who did the same soundtrack to FTL. The music is amazing. <laughs> and if you couldn't get into FTL and thought, hey, this could use more grid-based mech combat. This is the game for you. <laughs> Basically, I'm saying try it out for 15 bucks. It's not gonna. It's not gonna hurt you. I mean, you... Yeah, go for that. If you have a choice of that or Pascal, go for that instead because Pascal is like 25 quid that you'll pass up a wall. Yeah, whereas no. it sounds better. It sounds. It's a lot better, and it's supporting a small development studio as well. I mean, you could have bought FTL for. Or you could have bought uh, was it No Man's Sky for sixty bucks, or you could have spent sixty bucks on PUBG, or you could spend fifteen dollars on this and have just as much more fun, and not have to go around getting angry at people. <laughs> see, see what I did there, people. I'm helping you with your aggression. I'm trying to help you help us all get better as people. It's the other part of the show. Uh Scrolling through here, uh, yeah, played played a lot, lot of Monster Hunt, Mon Hunter, Mon Han. Uh, I played a game of Hearthstone today. Guess that's that's noteworthy. I'm really just trying to, to drag this out a little bit before I talk about Corpy Town. Well, we could say that eventually the um, them video games, Daniela and Lucy, are going to be doing sort of Hearthstone tournaments on a Sunday, Hearthstone stuff like that. So if you are playing and you are a fan of them, come along on the Sunday when you see them go live. We're going to do something so you can play along with them. <laughs> Wood for, I, that's a good question. That is a very good question. That's, that's something I would. Would would football manager benefit from grid based back combat? I think it yeah, would. Yeah. I think it would. Ah, it would definitely. Yeah, I think it would. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. It'd be a little bit of a different game, but it would still be interesting. I mean, and also, I think about it, if you get far enough in the save at that point, doesn't it just become that? Like, because if you're in like like twenty one oh one in Football Manager, at that point you were just in the dystopian future, and you're just assuming that all the players are already dystopian robots playing on like the battlefields of what's left of mankind, and all they have left is football. Mech Warrior meets brutal sports football. By the way, Mech Warrior is coming out soon. Paradox Interactive is coming coming out with a Mech Warrior game. I'm really psyched about that. Also, Surviving Mars is coming out soon, and that's up for pre-order. I think it comes out March 25th, so I'll be playing Surviving Mars. Yeah, that was something that um, Holly Bennett was playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a good survival game. Yeah, it's it, it's like a create your base on Mars kind of a game, and I'm really excited for it. Apparently, like I love Paradox games. Just for whatever and i was never like i was used to be like the hardcore jrpg guy and then i would play now i play football manager in europe a universalis 4 so apparently i just play tactical games where i fight out stuff still waiting for the grid-based combat for stardew valley truth truth thalmamex why did they program me to feel pain the thing is would the mech be a romance option 
That is a very important question. Because I get okay, so this so it literally becomes then at that point. This is this is what happened in between Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty forty nine was just mm. Stardew Valley <laughs> with the replicants came and had the baby at the Stardew Valley farm. <laughs> By the way, it's not spoilers because this is literally what happens within the first five minutes of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. You'll figure this out, but yeah, that's a thing. Then Decker turns up, you know, like a wheelchair, because <laughs> you know he's old. Yeah, he is old. Harrison Ford. By the way, Harrison Ford also spoke at uh, Mark Hamill's Walk of Fame induction, which was like this week. Yeah, yeah. Why he, did uh, it take so long to get Mark Hamill on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I wonder. Because I had to go through all the shit people first. He was, he's been the Joker for like three generations. Surprise. It's Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> he's not just Luke Skywalker. He was also the greatest villain. He's also like, he's one of the greatest like heroes of all time. And one of the greatest villains of all time. And for Manson Mix, the follow up to Hat Up for Friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's done nothing else. <sighs> Ooh. He's done Ooh, a, command. Yeah. He's done tons of stuff. Just you yeah. don't see him on camera. And troll you for literally like twenty years, troll people. Let's be honest. So, yeah. He he is so, he is expert at trolling. <laughs> he's very good at that shit. So is that all you've been playing apart from the Corby Town stuff, matey? Yes. So, obviously, at this point, we're going into Corby Town. For all of you who have enjoyed the show up to this point, thank you for coming. We really appreciated it. Thank you for the subs tonight and the follows. We really do appreciate that. All of you, hopefully, you enjoy those emotes. Um, I can't say. This is this has been a ton of fun. We've been having a lot more fun. Hergelman isn't here tonight, but I'm pretty sure uh, he has been playing a lot of other stuff. Souls games probably. Souls games. So, for those of you who want to stop listening at this point, I've been James of the game won't play itself. That has been Will. No. Yep. We've been <laughs> the game won't play itself. No. This is now your five seconds of quiet before we go into the Corby Town report. Hi, you five people who decided to stay. Welcome to Corby Town Report. I've actually played Corby Town this week. Actually, I was playing it up to today, up to when we started the show, and I realized I had to render something. So I will give you the thing. Uh, first of all, Champions League football. I already told you what our group was, right? We all remember that? Yeah. Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Lazio. Very tough group because that was the one I also gave you the uh, Channel 4 bit for. for the yeah. Lazio. So here's the question. Where do you think we ended up in the group? Oh, that's a, I'm going to say be a bit conservative and say second. Okay, we got a second. Michael, I'll wait for you to answer because you're 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 all up on the Corby Town news. So I'll wait for you to tell me what you think we got and I and I'll tell you where we actually landed. Of course, we have to probably wait like up to 20 seconds for Michael <laughs> to answer, so we'll fill this with other things. Uh, we've we've had a few injuries. Uh, has Corey Stein signed the Bansing Panda yet? Uh, we're working on that as our as our mascot. Bottom. Okay. No. Bottom last. First. <laughs> we won all of the games except for one draw against Bayern Munich. 
away. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. We are into the next lead, the next round of the Champions League, uh, the knockout stages. Uh, we're playing Red Bull Leipzig. So we probably have the easiest draw, or they think they have the easiest draw, but they have yet to face the wonders that is Corby Town FC. Um, so far in the league, we have only lost one game all year. Drew three. We are top of the table by seven points over Arsenal and Manchester United. Nice. Your mascot dancing plan had to play midfield. And we can, look at the size of his Yeah. It, and he's the right colors for the Steelman. Yeah. So, uh, it's he, not hacks. We just, we just have developed good players um, slowly over time. Oh, we went through the January transfer window. Didn't buy or sell anybody. Didn't need to. We got rid of our... I won't say that. We did loan out our backup striker, Slovakian striker Hulk, to to Lazio for a loan for the year, and then they're going to buy him from us at the end of the loan. Only because we're kind of running up to the we can only have so many foreign players in our squad because of Brexit. Because Brexit... So Brexit. So that so we so instead we have a uh no, he's he's Slovakian, Hulk. So we then brought in our uh brought back on loan our Scottish striker because Scotland not a part of Brexit and counts towards us having non a non international player. And it's a he's considered to be a homegrown player. So we can use him and he's just as good on less wages and also like younger. <clears throat> And he's supposed, and he's already been capped for the Scottish national team. So, so we went from having a Slovakian to a Scotsman as our backup striker. So, and I think it works better for Corby Town if the backup striker is a Scotsman, anyways. Yeah, little Scotland. Hulk is a Brazilian player, yes, and I know he plays in the Chinese Super League right now. But we're also in the year twenty twenty seven. I think the Scots name is McLeod. I don't know what his first name is. I think his last name is just McLeod. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's a regen. The most of our team is regens now. We don't have any real players. They're all people who have just... The game is dried up because we're like almost a decade into the future at this point. Yeah. Oh, son of Lud. Yeah. Uh, so... As we stand right now, also we've played in the Cabrero Cup, and we are in the final for that. We're playing Arsenal in the final. Of course, me being a Tottenham fan, that's going to be something else. But we beat Arsenal away from home, and now we got to play them at Wembley. I think we're going to be doing pretty all right. There could only be one striker. Yes. McLeod. He's backing up Freeman, who's our other one. So we have, Gort, we have McLeod and Freeman as our strikers. So, one is, uh, obviously, one is uh, wielding a great sword and uh, go- jumping through time. The other one wields a court crowbar as he just bends those balls into the sides of the net. Bad pun? Yes. But I'm happy with it. So, where we stand right now, we have, we're in February. Uh, we're, pl- we're at the point where we, we have a stretch of games where we're playing Red Bull Leipzig. Then we're playing Arsenal in the Caballero Cup, and then we're playing Red Bull Leipzig again. Um, the board asked me and said, hey, 
Uh, you said you'd finish in the champion league spot. We're giving you the chance. We give you more money if you say you'll win the league. And I looked at him and I'm like, you're funny. I like money, but I'm already at the point where we're going to be breaking fair play rules because I'm spending way too much money on wages. <laughs> so don't tempt me with more money. <laughs> also because we could really bottle this. Because we are like two injuries away from having this really fuck up bad. <laughs> We just need, like, one of our, like, defenders to go down. Or, God forbid, our goalkeeper. Like, our goalkeeper is a world-class goalkeeper. And then we have a 17-year-old prospect. I mean, he's go- he's going to be a world-class goalkeeper. He's going to be. In, like, five years. <laughs> I just was smart when, like... Could pay a backup, a, a decent world-class backup, you know, like 49,000 pounds a week. Or I could have this kid and pay him 850 pounds a week to sit on the bench. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is if, if our goalkeeper goes down, we're fucked. Just, just outright screwed. There's nothing I can yes. do. So all of us have to sit and go... We'll still finish in the Champions League. I mean, he's we have a good enough defense, and I've been rotating him in to give Greg some time off because he's like, Greg could be an injury risk. I'm like, oh, okay, let's set him for a game. But at the same time, like they never get close to us to score because I think it's we've gone five games before and Greg has actually conceded a goal. And I think two of those games, oh, yeah. they had no shots on target. <laughs> Sounds like we joined a Rocket League match. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. He's, he's just reading. He's just like he took a chair and just sat it down and just was reading. Um, but we yeah. So we, it was a boring transfer window. The press got in my face about that. They're like, hey, you know, you guys, you don't, you normally buy and sell a lot of players. Why didn't you do it this time? I'm like, because I have money, and I actually bought all a lot of good players. Up until the last couple of years, I the team was poor and I needed to generate revenue. So I needed to sell players. So we could, you know, pay to have a stadium. Because it's only <laughs> in the in the year 2027, 20, it is $30 to go see a, a, a soccer match, a football match at Corpy Town. I dare say the cheapest ticket in the Premier League. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Unless it's something I don't know, we need a sniff fact. I know to see a Tottenham game is like 116 pounds, and I don't even know where that is. I just know that like that's a ticket. So, but yeah, Corby Town FC, we're, we're like the one of the best. We're also expanding the stadium. Nice, because I know they're, they're redoing White Hart Lane, aren't they? Because they want to get it for um, the NFL as well. Yeah, the one. Is gonna, yeah. yeah, the NFL's got into that deal, but uh, Corby Town is expanding Braviera Park. Mm. We're going to twenty-seven thousand seats, up from twenty-five. Okay, next couple thousand. That's that's still good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm keep I keep pushing the board now at this point because we're a, we're considered a rich club because I also keep the wage bill so low, um, mainly because of financial fair play rules. That I have to do it, but the club makes a shit ton of money because we're in the Premier League. 
And the yeah. way the Premier League is structured, if you're in it for five years, they still like they they give you like a mil like a hundred million dollar payout for five years to, to like help you with your financial fair play to get caught up to the other teams. Where this is only our second year in the Premier League. <laughs> So we've got three more years of them giving us money, not to mention the $10 million of TV money that we're getting from the Premier League. And then on top of that, I think $50 million from the Champions League. Bloody hell. Jesus. Yeah, no. It's, it's, it, once you start winning competitions, you just start getting lots and lots and lots of money. It's stupid. Like I won when we won a game against Lazio. Like you won a game in the in in your knockout in the group stages of the Champions League. Here's four hundred forty four thousand pounds. I'm like, for winning one game, <laughs> winning one game, <laughs> which means, uh, and we're gonna do a little bit of math here. We're gonna go five five four times times seven equals. We made three million one hundred eighty. Uh, one hundred thousand dollars in the group stages. Oh wow! <laughs> for just winning games. Not to mention we got two. We got two, another two hundred thousand for yeah. drawing that one game. So we got three point five million pounds. It's not bad, is it? Really, from what six games? Nope, not bad at all. Yeah, and pretty much every single every single TV revenue that we get from a, a Premier League game is like one point six million pounds. Bloody hell, that's a lot. That's a shit ton. We got a lot of good deals coming down the pipeline, too, because we're actually at the point now where, like, our scouts are like, hey, if you sign this player, they will actually also give you, like, you will also get, like, more people will come and see your games because they're, like, a cool player. So it's like, now we're looking at the Ronald the new Ronaldos and stuff. Yeah. But we're doing good. Corby Town's doing good. We're happy with it. I'm happy where it's going. Obviously, we have Tig Whippy's FC coming soon to a stream near you, so look out for them. Uh, we have a great iteration of a team with a lot of interesting people to show up in it. Uh, I, I just have to figure out ways to kind of make it fun and goofy, because obviously if we're going to be doing Tig Whippy's FC, uh, it's it's going to be a lark. It has to be. And of course, you need to have your, your jersey with you. Oh yeah, I need to have my jersey at that point, uh, which will which we will be working on. Is getting getting me a uh, a tig a Corby Town FC uh, polo, and if I can get a kit shirt, I will get a kit shirt. If I can get a customized, because they said about customizing the kits too, if I can get a customized kit number, I may do that for if I can do that for a Corby Town. Get get my Steelman. It's gonna be really weird when I actually if we if we do make it so uh yeah Corby Town FC uh, Tigrefus FC is gonna be great if I I can't wait because if if I freaking get this shirt and we get to and we get and we do what we talk about and I get to come over to England I'm freaking wearing it pretty much like every day they're like what are you I'm like I'm a Tottenham fan and a Corby fan they're like who the fuck is Corby the problem is is like I can't it, it's like being a New York Yankees fan I do understand. That like, if we're in London, there's like certain areas where I cannot say I'm a Tottenham fan because I'll just get the shit kicked out of me on the yep. spot. The problem is, is like I don't know where those areas are. 
because I know it's in North London. <laughs> I'm pretty much sure if I start seeing Arsenal shit around, I should just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> At the same time, I'm an American, so they just may think I'm retarded. <laughs> you make a, yeah, he's, he's stupid. Just leave below. <laughs> the, but there, here's the thing. This is where it gets interesting. Are they going to be like? But he knows how to say Tottenham. And he knows how to say Tottenham correctly. So is he really that stupid? It's like, get him. <laughs> it's possible. You know, just, just just say you're Canadian. It'll work out. It'll be fine. I'll just yell at them, but at least our coach is an Arsene Wenger, and then they'll all get sad. <laughs> Rip, come on. It's... I know. I know, it's sad. At the same time, like I'm not, I I haven't been brought up with that in my feeling. Like I've been brought up, and I can understand the rivalry, because for for those of you who kind of understand it, being a New York Yankee fan versus a Red Sox fan is about as close as we have in the states to a football rivalry that you guys have overseas. Yeah, mainly because that I can only equate it to this is that uh, I went to a Red Sox game wearing a Yankee hat as a five-year-old kid and got a beer poured on my head. As a five-year-old. I imagine that, you know, it could be roughly about that over there. (laughs) I am better than Wenger at the moment. I'm pretty sure I... Yeah, no, don't worry. I could... I'm a Tottenham fan, but if, if Arsenal called me and said, hey, James, come coach us... I'm pretty sure I could do okay. Because I would just do what they did with the Yankees. Hey, who thinks thinks they should all play? Cool. All you guys are a bunch of old prima donnas. I'm starting to youth kids because you're a bunch of prima donnas. And I'd rather put the talent out there and have them develop and grow because they'll respect me. And until you guys start respecting me, you can just fucking shove off for all I care. If you want to be a part of the team and you want to be a group of team players, I'm happy to help you. But if not, you can ride the pine. Yeah, because somebody, some of the big, the biggest, the old firm derby, Rangers versus Celtic. Oh, I know. Oh yeah, no, I used to have the supporters' clubs. (laughs) Both one end of town and one end of town. (laughs) Well, they have that. They've got um. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. I mean, you've also got uh, Cubs. You've got Cubs White Sox. There's never been a Yankees Mets rivalry. Let's let's be honest. The Mets are always being like, "Oh, Michigan, you're one of those." There is another rivalry you haven't spoken of, though. Which one? Packers Bears. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I could speak of the most heated and most and the biggest rivalry and. All of America, mm-hmm. Army Navy. There is no American football game like an Army Navy game. <laughs> and if and trust me, you could you can actually you, you can actually look this up. There is such a history between Army Navy; it's insane. Mm-hmm. And also, there are two branches of the armed forces playing against each other, so it's hard not to root for any of them. Yeah, Brown Steelers, come on. It's like saying yeah. the Patriots versus anybody in the AFC East. It's not a rivalry game. 
You can put your Packers hat on, I'll just wear a Bears shirt. <laughs> Even though I know over the past few years, the Bears have been absolutely mullered by the Packers. It's a sorry state of affairs where the Bears are right now, but that's, that's the way it goes. I mean, I can sit here like, literally, uh, hello, my pop filter. You're fun. Literally, right here, I can pull up and put on Patriots hat. And right next to it, Spurs. I've got both. <laughs> we all know where Will lives in Corby. <laughs> you just have to get to Corby. Hey, my body's been trying to kill me for years, mate. <laughs> Though I would dare say is that I am like Corby Town FC's biggest supporter at this point. They have a YouTube channel. I've watched their games. Really? Yeah, they have a YouTube channel. Bloody hell. <laughs> don't put Patriots as... Hey, I will say this. They, I don't... I know nothing of American football. That's fair. Um, Guys, hit the shit out of each other. Get concussions. And eventually, whoever is not injured the worst goes on and becomes the Super Bowl championship. <laughs> Mullet by the Packers is a euphemism for bums, sadly. Hashtag Smith fact. <laughs> so, yeah, so is that the end of uh, Corby Town update? For now. For now. For now. So we've. So we've only got, really, the shout-outs to do and where they can find us, and we can head off. Hmm. So, yeah, so do you have any shout-outs, James? Uh, I can. I will, because T. Pollen, thank you for subscribing today. We are yeah. very appreciative of the fact that you have subbed to us today. Uh, I can actually see all this. Do we have commands timers quotes we have followers today too people followed today we appreciate all of you who have followed um i don't have that on the the bot right now because i can't look it up but we, we appreciate your follow anyways we appreciate your follow we do appreciate your your subscription if you do want to subscribe to us you now you'll get yourself a first email for your 499 sub this is a jingle it does. It, I'm working on it. I can play you what I'm going to have it be. It's it's actually quite simple. Uh, it's, since we're since we want to hear it, it's either one of two things. It's either uh, this. We can talk until I get them pulled up. Okay. So the uh, people I want to give a shout out to are uh, everybody in chat for being cool is awesome. Uh, let's uh, see. Uh, Chris Slight as normal. Uh, the people from X uh, Special Effect, because they sent us through the thank you letter, thank you card this week. So Becky Frost, Claire, who is fair and TV, they're a lot of mine. You know, they they sent us this, sent us this through. This is for you guys as well. Uh, they said this. So that's all for you guys, because you helped us. So a big shout out for them. Uh, also want to give a shout out to Alice Bell for 
for the article that we, we spoke highly of. Uh, I want to give another shout out to also Fem Fox because you know she's awesome as well, awesome streamer. So yeah, so are you ready, James? Uh yeah. So we have the uh, the first one, which is going to be probably familiar to some of you. It's and it's not this Netflix uh, thing that's trying to play. Probably very familiar with that one. A lot of people are. Um, I'm trying to find the third one, which is very important. I think, is this it? I could have got a medallion from Extra Life because that special effect, uh, just to say, wonderful, wonderful group of people. That's not it. Um, it was going to be something very English sounding, but I don't, I don't have it. Uh, we have to, if somebody, if people want to send me like thoughts on what they think it should be. I'd be very interested. Yes. Tweet him. Spike. SP2579. Or at Tig Whip, Or at just at Tig Whippies because, you know, I, I look at that. Also, uh, thank you to the 11 people who listened to Season 2, Episode 35 on the audio version of it. And who hey. the, pe the people who have decided to download the show 381 times since we've moved over to the new, uh, to the new platform. Uh, I know where you live. I know your IP addresses. That is a thing. Uh, I can tell you, um, you need to fucking pick it up, UK. Because <laughs> the United States has 277 total downloads. Sweden has 57. You only have 47. Way to, like, not represent into listening to the audio version of the show. Granted, I mean, the majority of the live viewers are, 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 are UK, so I can't say there. But come on. When it comes down to the audio one. Michael Peterson, we're actually wrapping up. Uh, thank you for coming. We do appreciate it. We appreciate all of you being here. It's been a ton of fun. I'm going to find some... Yeah. Let's get something interesting to go out on. What's, what's, what's music I've been listening to? We could, you could play some yeah yeah they might they might obviously the uh they might not like it but the lifting by rem is what i've been listening to like that's a nice song goodbye michael thank you very much as, as james has said uh i actually i have something better which is uh which i think is in is is very into what we've been doing so mm -hmm. uh we'll start it going